Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Sussex Bundesliga podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. Here on the show today we have Bob Quinn, writer, Stockport's biggest Hastings fan and match reporter, talking struggles with the local paper and what the club's doing to get our message out and getting more people's eyes and ears on our club. We also talk to Charlie Bailey, who's been an Ashford, not that Ashford, town fan all his life and his dad happens to be the chairman. He's also a Chelsea fan, but we all make mistakes. But first, here's Bob. Hey, Bob. Ah, how are you? Bob, I really appreciate you um, giving your time on like the sort of trying to introduce you uh, on the, the Facebook and um, the Twitter yeah. and asking the questions. Obviously, you're a published, a published author, you're a you know, writer, you're, uh, you work for The Observer. I don't work for the Observer. I thought you I thought you write pieces for the Observer. You do, don't you? I do, but I just send I just send the reports that I create for Hastings and send them to the Observer just so that they get onto the their website as well. When I took on the role, mm. the directors at the time said, "Look, you need to whatever you create, we'll put it on the website, but you also need to send it to the Hastings Observer." So that's what I do. So, uh, but no, I'm volunteer for the club. Oh, okay. You're taking some of the magic away there. We need to... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember there, there used to be a few reporters there. Is it just because uh, literally there's hardly anyone there anymore? They're not even sending anyone to the games? So that's yes. What... Yeah. And that's exactly how it came about. So, so I only moved to Hastings less than two years ago. Oh, right. So I was, you know, you might be able to tell from the accent, I was... I'm from the north, so I was born in Stockport, and I've been living in Macclesfield for about 15 years, yeah. and then we decided to move because it just rains there all the time, despite the weather today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we moved here, and then I started going, I just started at the start of last season, just going up there. Yeah. And I noticed on Twitter that uh, Chris the manager was was complaining about the reporting and it's because they used to have a guy called Simon Newstead. Yeah. He was from mm. the Observer. So he used to do the match reports, but then, as you say, yeah. I think they just reduced all their staff. Yeah. He moved away, so they didn't have anybody. And the reports that were going into the Observer were basically being done by the opposition team who were, who were also doing the reports. <laughs> so, of course, they had no Hastings bias. It was... Yeah. You couldn't make it up, could you? I you mean, couldn't make it up. Christ. So I don't know if you remember, but the start of last season, they put an advert onto their website saying they needed a volunteer to do the match reports. Now, as you said at the start, I'm interested in writing. I've written a mm. couple of self-published books. So I, I'd been to a couple of games, really liked it. So I just put my name forward. You're not selling yourself enough here. You're a wordsmith. <laughs> You're a wordsmith. Yeah. <laughs> You're an intellectual. I am. I really like it. It's yeah. like, a, a, you know, I've joined something I like doing with something else that I like doing. Yeah, so, oh, excellent. Uh, we really can't yeah. tell. I mean, from the reports, you, you, it, they're alive. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't matter about the biased, you know, whatever bias, whatever. Yeah? But yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. That they're, they're, they're an interesting read. You know, it's not... Uh, that, well, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you, like, you know, in terms of uh, the, the shaping, that was it. how do you shape a piece? You know, because I'm not a writer. I love, I love yeah. reading. 
Uh, my eyes have gone a bit gammy, so I, I, I need I need glasses. But the the, the um, <laughs> a bit like uh, Robbie, you know, Robbie behind the goal, he needs glasses. Yes. That's for other reasons. The um, but yeah, how do you shape a piece? How do you sort of start the spine of it, type thing? I think the uh, the structure is is pretty standard, actually. It's a standard okay. structure that, that many people use in terms of you have a headline, and then your opening paragraph should really be the story of the game in terms of you know what was the score, who scored, what mm. were the main bits of activity. Um, you know, did somebody get sent off? Was there a penalty? Was something something disputed? And then you've got the rest of the article to to then you know do a timeline of you know this is what happened in the first half this is what happened in the second half and then i like to do a summary at the end and uh you know sort of a look forward and a shout out as well to some of the players sometimes who uh yeah. you know who have stood out you know sometimes i'll make a man of the match up but but either way that's that's the i like to follow the same structure some people like to just have a very quick read yeah. So that opening paragraph will give them that. And some other people want to want to read the whole, you know, and I try and do it, you know, as like a thousand words, like a thousand words mm. short story every time we play. Yeah. So you managed to go to the Seven Oaks game? I did. Fantastic game. Got yes. absolutely soaking wet because it was like this. And there's yeah. no shelter. There's literally no shelter there. And Well, what shelter is there doesn't stop the rain from coming in. <laughs> So I was, uh, yeah, I was sat in the stand trying as best I could to take notes on a notebook yeah. that was getting wet about it. That's second. what I was going to say. I thought the quill would have got wet there. but uh... It was absolutely soaking wet. Mm. In fact, I had to throw the book away that I used. It got so wet. <laughs> and I've been out and I've bought off Amazon a, um, <laughs> you can buy like a clipboard that's got sides to it and, oh, a, right. and, a, and a, a plastic top. So you can have your book inside that and make it oh, all right. waterproof. Little I mean, it's, the it's the first time it's happened, but I wouldn't want it to happen again. Yeah, it's not going to be the last time. You know, some of those le on our levels grounds, you know, there's a, there's a lot of nice grounds, but there is a few that you're a bit open to the uh, elements. Yes. And so, that one, that 7X one especially, there's, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I saw it with the goals because uh, I, I wasn't there I was working but the uh, but uh, you know the, the really great photographer that we've got um, Scott Scott yeah yes um, Scott White there Scott White it, you know, obviously his pictures come alive but you could see the poor buggers that like I saw a few of the, the, the people that I know that like you could see him huddled oh they were and then and then the joy obviously when uh, <laughs> the goal went in I know and, um, it was uh... grim I was speaking to Scott before the game, actually. It was interesting because um, I, I, cause it, it was a horrible, I mean, it's horrible weather for everybody, but even worse for him because mm. he's trying to uh, he's trying to take professional photographs yeah. with, with rain coming onto his lens. But I said to him, uh, one of the questions I asked him before the game was, you know, you can't, you can't express yourself when you're taking photographs. You know, whereas, yeah. you know, me, I'm just writing. I'm, I mean, I'm a fan first and I sort yeah. of find yeah. the report second. So when we when we scored, I was, you know, up off the seat. Yeah. But I think if, if you've seen Joe Knight's little video of the goal, mm. there's, uh, there's my voice. Oh, is it you? Us. There's me going, oh. I shout out, what a goal! Because <laughs> <laughs> Joe was right behind me, so he captured that. But it was, a, you know, 
it was a fantastic. But Scott can't do that. Scott's got to. Uh, Scott's he's got to stay got to steady. Cool that's when he's got. But that's it. That's when he's really got to switch on, isn't it? Because that's yeah. you know, particularly in a game like that, where obviously you must, you know, it's the weather doesn't um, encourage great football. Although that the goal, yeah. that build up to our goal, that was all that was fantastic. It was. But, you know, it's just to be able to catch a, as he does. I mean, he's. Top he did. Man. Top man. He, he made. He, yeah, he he did it last time actually when Ryan scored a brilliant goal against Seven Oaks. Caught it. You know, each all four frames of um, you know, the ball going over the goal, the shot, the ball going over the goalkeeper, the ball hitting the net, and he did mm. exactly the same for this one. It was just fantastic. Yeah, no, good that's man. One of the yeah. things I that's one of the things I like about the club and doing this is that we sort of fit, we're, we're a team of of, of volunteers. Mm. So Scott does his photography. I do the match reports. Joe does it, does the videos. Ryan does the Twitter, and because uh, people consume football in different ways, well, like any yeah. sort of information they consume it. You know, Twitter's you know gratification there and then. The photographs that Scott does are you know their stills, or you can video, and then I provide the match report. So it's yeah. you know for the longer read. So it's it, it, we're a we're a team of you know, for providing a service to the club, um, you know, through those different mediums. Mm. It's well, really good to be part of that. Well, yeah, it's, it's all about, well, you know, it's a bit like me doing this, this podcast, like, you know, it's about... You doing this, I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not, obviously, I'm, I don't work for the club. I'm just a fan. That's all I am, right? But uh, it's just about, we want to grow. We want to make this, we want this bigger. We want to make this club bigger. We want to make us, us bigger than we actually are. Yes. And to encourage more. Because if you weren't doing your job, if the other guys weren't doing their job, no one would know what was going on. And so it's very mm. important facets, all of these things that you guys are doing. It would have been a damn shame if there, Joe hadn't been able to get that, that goal on film. Yes. It, it would have just been a memory for the, for the guys that, and girls that went. And um, so it's great that we've, we've got all this, you know, and, yeah. and it, you know, it's really good. But I just wanted to ask you one thing, uh, Bob. The uh, the I'm asking about the observer because obviously you're sending stuff in. Yeah. Do you do you get do you get any feedback from them? I mean, do they? You know, I don't, I know you 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 would understand more than anyone in terms of uh, the news news media and how how cash strapped they are and mm. that a lot of their their making that shaping their paper is just basically copy pasting uh yes. you know that there's not too much editorial stuff going on to a degree have they asked for any more space have they ever mentioned anything to you about maybe wanting more copy or no no, no not at all so yeah. and i think initially so last season they were they put my reports on the website and also in the paper version and, uh, and this year they're only doing the online version. So they do have a couple of reports in the paper version, but their main, they seem to be like Hollington or some of those other teams. And the only things they're putting in the paper or when they have, so they, they, they must have some people who speak to the manager. So, because they, they must speak to Chris once a, once a week. Yeah. And it's generally that conversation That'll that they the then put into the paper. Oh, okay. But no, they've not asked. They've not asked for anything. Yeah, I find it actually quite hard to read their website. 
because I, I don't read it. Well, it's full of adverts, so yeah, it's just pop up adverts coming all the time. And yeah. uh, sometimes, even my copy and paste, even when they copy and paste my report, it, it, it doesn't always come out the way that I provided it, which, yeah. is, uh, which is frustrating. So, if you want the definitive version, always go to uh, our website, the Hastings yeah. website. With, with their website, the reason why people don't go on it is because they're not putting the effort in. Mm. Like, like with yourself, with Joe, with, with, with Ryan, all the others, you, you, we, we, we put the effort in and there will eventually be the rewards. You know, it's about yeah. consistency of quality. Uh, I mean, obviously in Scott's photos, which are excellent, yeah, uh, that, you know, with that consistency of quality, we will reap those rewards. So, you know, it's, it's a hat, hats off to you because I know everyone, you know, we're you know, all doing it you know, volunteers, you know, because mm-hmm. stroke fans and, you know, because we, you know, we love what, what, what Chris is doing. I mean, he's, um, yeah. he's a, he's a top banana, as they say. He, the, the whole management team is, is brilliant. Mm. So, you know, the whole, the whole team he's got together there and that, and, you know, and then you go up to, to, to Billy and Pat, the whole sort of the way they work together and the camaraderie they've got and the way the team play mm. is just, when I first went up there, I'm pointing that way so, because I can see the ground from where I live. Oh, right. I can see the back of the stand. So I went up there a couple of times and I thought, and I was just surprised because I'd never been to any non-league football before. Mm. I was, you know, I'm a United fan and I am from the Northwest, so I'm allowed to be. Yeah, you know. No, no, that's a good man, you fan. <laughs> that's one of the good ones. Yeah. Um, and I was just totally surprised that by the quality of the football. Mm. And then I was I was even more surprised by the sort of the, the the atmosphere within the ground. So I went a couple of times, and uh, yeah, that's when I sort of really got into it. So, yeah. and we love what we love what Chris is doing. We love we love Andrew, obviously Pete, and all that lot. Yeah, it, it, it's just from my point of view. I was a QPR fan. I moved down here from West London. Yeah, or up here. Sorry, I completely fell out of love with football when. Um, Briatori and uh, Bernie Eccleston bought QPR to try to turn it into a boutique club, and it's mm. not that. It's just a bog. It's just a bog standard London. Fairly, you know. I used to go home and away. I did go uh, where we beat you four one. Just for uh, when Dennis Bailey got a hat trick, but we, you know, On, uh, was that New Year's 91. Day? Ninety one. Yes, ninety one. New Year's Day. Yeah, I wasn't there, but I do remember it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've watched you also stuff us many times. So, you know, <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. You make you, 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 particularly the old uh, 96 minute Cantona effort that we, yes. yeah, yeah. A, a great player, by the way. Fantastic. Oh, the player. best. Yeah. But um, what I was going to say was, um, yeah, yeah. fell out of love of football. And then about three ish, it's going to be about three ish years ago, um, three, four years ago, because I'd gone to the occasional Hastings game, but I hadn't, I just realized that this, this is where it was. It reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, because I'm, yes. I'm, you know, I'm 45, and 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 it reminded me when I first went. Like, I was about eight years old, seven years old, and it was just the fans, the atmosphere, the the the, the connectivity with the players. You that's know, the difference. And that's, yeah, yeah. Do you know, that's the I mean, difference. I remember because um, I had a season ticket at United. Um, but they were always on Sky, and they were always moving. Sky were always moving the game, so yeah. it was never it was never Saturday at three pm. Yeah. It was always Saturday at twelve, or Sunday at four, or Monday at eight o'clock. And and I remember being it was United versus 
Portsmouth on a Monday night at 8 p.m. And I looked over the stand and, and looked at the Portsmouth supporters and I thought, you're here, but how are you going to get home? Because there'll be no yeah. trains. You'll be going back on the coach. And the whole, the whole TV thing for the football did not care one iota about mm. the supporters. They didn't care that it was 8pm and these guys had travelled mm. from Portsmouth and they would get home at a ridiculous time and they'd probably have to take time off work. They didn't, they didn't care. And that for me was, you know, I think that was the last season I went. Yeah. And then I just, I literally, I stopped, I stopped watching football for like 10 years. Mm. And it wasn't until I came here and thought, well, I will go up to the ground. And that's yeah. when I fell back in love with football, mm. with, 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 with Hastings United. Um, well, so many, so many say the same story, you know, of different clubs, obviously, but you know, yeah, it's that same great. thing, you know, and um, been your most memorable game reporting at Hastings. Um, well, I did report on the, the 12-3 when, we, when David scored seven. Oh, yeah. So that was good. I liked reporting on, in fact, the last Seven Oaks, not the Seven Oaks game gone, but the, the one last season when Ryan scored that, uh, scored that fantastic goal with a couple of minutes to go. Mm. Because that was a, uh, yeah, that was a, that, was a, that was a tough game that looked like it was going to, it was going to 1-1 and we just kept plugging away. And I know there was a bit of... Uh, Let's say there was a little bit of um, a little bit of handbags at half yeah. time in the tunnel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I think that was uh, I think that was a good one to report on. I think Weymouth away last year it was good because that was a great day out, mm. um, and I think and just going back to that Weymouth away, I think that that sort of if you looked at the complete opposite of what I was talking about about the, the, the United Portsmouth game, the Weymouth game where the club. They put on a coach so that, you know, the fans could go. They put on a reduced mm. bear. We got there and they stood the first round at the bar. And it was like, it's the complete opposite of not caring about supporters versus yeah. Hastings United who, you know, they're, they're a fan-friendly club. They're, they're genuine. They want people to, uh, to come along and support them. And they'll do their utmost to, you know, to do that. So that was a, that was a great day out and a, a good one to report on. Even though we... Uh, even though we lost by the odd goal. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to plug? No, I mean, I do, um, I do the previews and I do the match report. So I don't know whether you, get, whether you ever read the, the, read the previews that I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you talking about with, when the programme was going or do you mean on the online? So online. So, I, so I've now got access to the, to the new Hastings United website, which is still a work in progress, but I can now upload my previews to there. Okay, and, uh, and also my reports. So they're up there. They're up there much quicker, mm. um, rather than uh, I, I used to have to wait for someone to upload them. Mm. But essentially, I, you know, if anyone's got any 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 feedback that they want to uh, provide, either on the previews or the reports, do they read them? Don't they read them? Then uh, I'm more than happy to uh, to take feedback on that. So on my Twitter is at Bob J Quinn. Uh, Bob J Quinn. Okay, yeah. at Bob That's J Quinn. That's my Twitter. Yeah. When the club publishes on Facebook now, they're going to include me on there as well. So, oh, good. Yeah, okay. Well, any, anyway, yeah, exactly. Any any place where you get some feedback, be it positive or negative, you know, you, you don't know. And Bob, it's absolute pleasure. But listen up, mate. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah, you're it. Welcome. And uh, maybe catch you at the ga- ga- Are you at the game tonight? Obviously, you're at the game tonight. Yeah. Yes, definitely yeah. there tonight. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm there. And um, I'll well. see you in the bar then. 
well, well, you won't. Well, you will, but I'll be on um, orange juice yeah, or no, something. I'll be on orange juice, but um, yeah, no, definitely catch up, Bob. Thank you very much. And take All right, care. mate. Cheers, Chris. Bye, Bye, mate. That time again for George's take. I on Seven Oaks. God, he's like a totally different person, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Sulu. Oh, no, I never should have drank those chemicals. <laughs> Hello. George, obviously, I missed the game. Wonderful win. Top of the league. A fabulous goal that we saw on Twitter and uh, YouTube and all this sort of stuff from uh, all the various people that were there. Get some words, please, about it. You were there, as always. Well... Another great day out following Hastings. Really good welcome from, from Seven Oaks. Just day started off in, in the town, uh, cracking pub in Seven Oaks called, called Yanka. Give us another really good welcome. Yeah, some of their fans were in there beforehand as well, which is really good. Yeah, really difficult conditions to play football in at the, at the, um, at the ground, rain coming in horizontally. So uh, such conditions where if it wasn't a plastic pitch, the game might not have made it through the 90 minutes. Um, but we still managed to play some really good football, really good passing football, which eventually led to the goal. So the build-up to the goal was uh, just as good as the goal itself. Team looked really settled and link-up plays looking looking really good. Um, Kenny's still putting in strong performances. So yeah, really pleased with the performance overall. Uh, pleased with Ryan to get his goal as we've seen, anyone's seen on, online. Absolute cracker of a, of a finish. Um, yeah, and a really a top win at a place where we usually struggle. So we have struggled their last couple of seasons. And on whether it's the pitch or how they, they're organised and line up, we do often struggle there and against Seven Oaks. So, uh, yeah, very pleased to get the win. And, um, yeah, top of the league. Life's good. Life's good. Mm. It's not good to everyone, though, is it? You know, as, as we saw, we've got... A few of the forum that were saying uh, a few more creative ideas wouldn't come amiss, though. Would we, would we, any thoughts on that? Well, any any creative ideas, um, they can send them into info at HUFC podcast. <laughs> Whatever you read, your email address. <laughs> yeah, so send, H- send them. HUFC pod at gmail.com. Yeah, go on, George. Anyway, carry on, sir. Creative ideas. I'd love anyone to specify that, what they mean by by creativity I assume that means from what I said last week which was just shoot always shoot and always score every time that you shoot creative ideas what does what does that even mean I don't know creative ideas as in involving all the players on the pitch in a passing manoeuvre to manoeuvre the other team around to create space for your centre back to drive forward which eventually leads to pass across the field in a dangerous area and your midfielder as a shot from 25 yards into the top corner like that like that sort of creative idea away from home in unbelievably difficult conditions yeah it's not creative yeah, yeah. no it's not it's not it's not creative enough yeah <laughs> and afterwards did you manage to catch up with any of the players did you manage to uh, stick around for a little while what was the sort of situation well obviously there was no um, no clubhouse open to drinking oh of course yeah yeah um, but we hung around outside the, behind the goal near the change rooms like the cool kids that we are managed to speak to, um, speak to Chris and we come out and said hello and Dane come out and said hello and uh, yeah good to see the players in good spirits yeah everyone's just really really happy five wins in a row doesn't happen too often at this at this level 
So uh, it's a top winning streak for this side. Yeah, onwards and upwards. Nice, no, brilliant stuff. Well, you know, and I, hopefully, I, I, you know, I know, I know it's make it, it makes me feel good, and you know, all the other, all the other people that come to Hastings, um, you know, it's just, you know, in, the, in these uncertain times, it's, uh, it's just a wonderful thing to be involved with, in, involved around. Fun every week, even in dreadful weather, a game that didn't have too many chances. Uh, it's, it's still a laugh to go. Yeah, and it just, it just helps to seem seem pretty well organised at Seven Oaks. Yeah, good welcome from them. It's all about it's all about the people, really. The people make it. People who are on the gate. People. Hundred percent. I always say that the game is secondary, but we are playing good football, and the team the team looks so strong, and it's something to boast about. We are top of the league. Yes, we are. <laughs> We're staying there. We're staying there. We we carry on playing like we are with the rhythm we've got. There's no one stopping us. There's no one stopping us. Right, Hastings fans, in conjunction with the club, I can proudly announce our first Sussex by the Sea quiz. Here's Pat with the questions and the fantastic prize on offer. So we're talking Sussex by the Sea quiz. We've got a quiz master, the quiz master general, Pat McCrossin, and he's got a question for you. Okay, so in the 2014-2015 season, we actually strayed off the path of Sussex by the Sea on no fewer than three occasions with three different tunes. One of them was Cyril Stapleton, a throwback to the 80s. But what were the other two songs slash tunes that were used as an entry for the player? That's the question. That is the question. Do you have the answers? Don't tell us yet. Yeah, don't tell us yet, Pat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do the fans win if they win the quiz, Pat? Okay, so whoever gets the correct answer, we will get them a shirt of their choice. Be that. Home, away, or third. Um, okay. And uh, I've, heard, I've heard a rumour that you're going to present the shirt yourself, Pat. I will present the shirt, and if they like, I will show them around the portrait, show them what life's like behind the scenes on a match day. Oh, oh wonderful. Them. Brilliant. Wow. Who wouldn't want to send in for this? That's excellent stuff, Pat. Yeah, you know, we love our supporters. We, you know, they, they do a lot for us, so just putting in something, you know, like this back is, is a real pleasure. Right, all you need to do, Hastings fans, to get this fabulous prize and stadium tour by the great Pat McCrossan is write in with the correct answers to hufcpod at gmail.com or DM me on Twitter at hufcpodcast. The closing date will be the 10th of November and the winner will be announced on the 12th of November episode. So get emailing and tweeting, Hastings fans. And if there's multiple winners... Then we will pull the winner from Kev Towner's hat on the 14th of November at the Whitstable game. And now it's that time again. Pat McCrossan. For his song pick of the week. The Indians send signals from the rocks above the pass. The cowboys take position in the bushes and the grass. The score is with the corporal, she is tied against the tree. She doesn't mind the language, it's the beating she don't need. She lets loose all the horses when the corporal is asleep. And he wakes to find the fires dead and arrows in his axe. And David Crockett rides around and says it's cool for cats, it's cool for cats. The Sweeney's doing 90 cause they've got nowhere to go They get a gang of villains in a shed up at Heathrow They're counting out the fivers when the handcuffs lock again 
in and out at once with the number Sunday names. It's funny how the missus always looks a bleeding same. And meanwhile at the station there's a couple of likely lads who swear like as your father and they're very cool for cats, they're cool for cats. To change the mood a little, I've been posing down the pub. I'm seeing my reflection, I'm looking slightly rough. I fancy this, I fancy that, I wanna be so fresh. I'll give a little muscle and I'll spend a little cash. But all I get is bitter and a nasty little rash. And by the time I'm sober, I've forgotten what I've had. And everybody tells me that it's cool to be a cat. Cool for cats. Bailey, part of the Ashford Town family, giving his time before this Saturday's FA Trophy fixture. Yeah, so Charlie, obviously I've reached out to the club, the Ashford Town, and, and before the game. And, you know, I didn't just get any old fan. I, I got the son of the chairman. I mean, first of all, what's, what's, it, what's it like? I mean, I don't know. How's that work? You know, the son of the chairman, do, you, uh, do they throw like petals in front of you as you come in? Or, I mean, what's the deal there? No, you, you see, it's a tough one because I was, I was actually at the club a long time before my dad even was in the conversation of being the chairman. Oh, really? I, I, oh, right, I yeah. joined as a player when I was 10 and he oh. was, he was so a he coach for my you. team. He followed yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, almost, almost followed me kind of. Well, I say followed, it was my whole team come over to Ashford. So it, oh, was, right. it was more of a collective, collective thing. But he sort of, he got into the chairman discussion. I think it, it was two years ago, just, just after our, um, I don't know if you know Dave Baker. Our old chairman? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. He sadly passed through cancer, so my, my dad took the reins off him. Previously, he, he was the junior chairman, so he's, he's kind of... We, we've kind of done it all, all our family. <laughs> we've been thrown in. You basically are Ashford Town. You, you, you are the, the lifeblood of it. I mean, I, I suppose you could say that. There isn't many things that uh, we haven't done down in that club. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. So, so you, 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 your dad took over a few years ago. I mean, <clears> was it... Obviously, if someone's passing like that, that's, that's a horrible thing to happen. 
Um, but was 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 things steady at the time? I mean, uh, or has he had to make any major changes? Things were steady. He, he was he was the vice chairman behind Dave, so he kind of um, he it wasn't nothing fresh to him because he knew everything that was going on anyway. Yeah. But obviously, Dave Dave Parson hit everyone at the club hard. You can ask anybody, anybody past or present that's been at Asher. We all love Dave. We all miss Dave dearly. But um, I wouldn't say a massive shake-up happened. It was more or less carrying on where Dave left off because Dave loved the club so much that, that we, we just just in his honour we had to carry on in the direction we were going. That's fantastic, though. Well, yeah, it's just not that we cancer, but it's horrible. All the money we're spending on everything else—that's the—that's the one thing that we should be throwing money at. I mean, uh, you're spot on. You're absolutely spot on. But your you, your boys in the South Central Division, right? I mean, you, you 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 I mean, you're doing well this year. I mean, I'm I'm beating away. Um, so I suppose like for this this cup game, I mean, are you gonna? Are you going to look to maybe play like throw a few squad players in there? I mean, or is or do you think you're um, going to put a full side out? I know I know our manager Luke very very well. I'm, I'm good. I'm good friends with him, and I can tell you now that we we enter every single game with the intention to win it. There isn't one game that's more important than the other. Yeah. Um, this this year we've had an FA Cup game. We've we've already obviously played the FA Trophy. And I haven't seen us field a quote unquote weak team. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not actually sure we've got a weak team. If I'm perfectly honest with you, I like this talk. I like this talk. But, um, good. <laughs> it's true. You say about about yeah. the league. We've we've started very fast. I think it'd be a lie. It'd be a lie to say that anybody expects us to start this quick. Up until last week, we found ourselves in second. But um, obviously, we lost to Chelsea. Chelsea and the Tuesday just gone. Yeah. Sort of could say took us down to reality a little bit. But even that, we. I think most people, even Churchill, would admit it wasn't a 3-0 game. Yeah. We dominated in the second half and, and where we were going for it so much, we just happened to exceed the third. So I think, as, as you say, we, we, we enter every game to win it. I think that's, it's the incorrect attitude to, to, to half-arse any, any competition. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mean it like that, uh, Charlie. Just that thing of that there is, you know, with the season, there's a pile-up of fixtures. Especially this year, more than any. Yeah. So it's just, you know, you wouldn't... wouldn't no, wouldn't put it past anyone to maybe maybe put a few squad players in, but no, that, I mean that's good. I mean from our point of view, I mean who is it like uh, not knowing your side very well, being right. perfectly honest. Is there any, who's who's the ones to watch? Like well, when we when when we're there Saturday, who's gonna who's gonna excite us? Who's gonna um, cause us uh, cause us Hastings fans squeaky bum time? You see, I think we've got different. We've got that's that's the thing I love about our squad. We've got different players for different for different styles. Yeah. We've got a striker Dan Brown, who I absolutely I absolutely love Brownie. I mean, as a person and player, mm. his his hold up player is exceptional. We've got um, wingers Frenchy. We've got a new lad. We've got um, we've actually we've got a very strong defence this this year as well, which I'm I'm happy with. Yeah. I think this is this is the tightest I feel that defensively we've looked in a while. Which is it's nice to see, big Daryl at the back, and we've also re-signed um, Paul McCarthy, Macca in goal. He was with us a long time, actually. He was with us quite a while, but we've just re-signed him from Axbridge. Yeah, that's um, that he's he for me. I've, I've said it numerous times. We've we've changed a lot of people on our team this year, but Macca's been probably the sign of the season in terms of impact he's made for us because we're so comfortable with the ball going in our area now because we know Macca's. Macca's exceptional at that. I but I would so. probably say Dan Brown or Frenchie if I had to put answers to you. 
because obviously a lot has changed from last season because I was looking at your stuff and and like you you were you know you weren't going you weren't going down but like you were you you were struggling <clears throat> I mean what was pre-covid I mean you've you've obviously got rid of a few of those for those players I mean did they need to go I think last year last year was a very tough one for us we had um we had long-standing manager in Ben Murray who who wasn't with us last season he left us the year before and club, well, legends is a phrase that's thrown around a lot, but the man played over 600 games for us. Wow. So he's, he's a club legend, legend Russell Candon, took over yeah. for a year. And um, I, I feel for Russell a lot because a lot of the boys kind of, I wouldn't say jump ship because I, I think that's the, wrong, that's the wrong word, but we lost a lot of a lot of players and Russell kind of had to build from scratch four oh, weeks see. before season starts. And oh, Jesus, really? Obviously, that's, that's, that's not going to help nobody. You're not gonna feel, you're not gonna bond a team and fill the team and get a solid one to compete within yeah. within four weeks. It's just not possible. So, like you said, I, I don't think we had any issue of going down. It was more, I think it was more confidence from our boys. I think they they were showing up, not expecting to win. Where if you look at this season, it's a complete flip flip on its head. I mean, everyone from the management staff to to the youth teams to the bar staff. To the people that know what's going on behind the scenes, Ashford, there's a real, there's a real feel-good feeling behind this club this year, which is something we didn't often feel last year. So it's, it's a really, it's a really positive, positive change. Oh, good, good. I mean, I know from our our point of view, Hastings, we got, we got the same thing last couple of years. There's just there's that feel-good factor. There's just that thing that that everyone's, you know, we're all in the same boat together, pushing forward, and uh, it, that's always a nice feeling. You know, we can lose the games here and there, but it just, you know, when you haven't got anyone with agendas knocking about. What I was going to say to you, Charlie. So, so the coaching style. I mean, what was what sort of football are you playing? Are we are we looking at uh, one of the famous Dutch teams here, or what? What are we talking about? What's your style like? It's like I was saying earlier. Like I was saying earlier, I feel, I feel we've got a style for every team. So, whatever style our manager Luke picks on Saturday will will be in his head and his head only. So. I would oh, love to be able to tell close. you. Yeah, keeping the cards close yeah, to your chest. I'd, I'd I like love that, to yeah. be able to tell you. I'd love <laughs> to be able to tell you more, but that's something you'd have to ask Luke because he's got so many. One thing about Luke is he's such he's such an intelligent man in football that he's got. When I, like yesterday, I spoke to him and he's just got different different ideas for different formations of teams. I find it fascinating, but you'll have to wait and see for the team sheet to come out Saturday yeah. because I won't be able to tell you until I see that. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. No, and I mean that's good. I mean it's. Uh, there's always one more than one way to skin a cat, although we don't want to skin cats. You know, that's a bit exciting times, isn't it? Particularly at our level on that step four, like there's, there is quite a few sides that are playing good stuff, able to switch it round. Um, I didn't really see that from, yeah, you know, we played one of your lot in um, the cup. It was F- FC Romania. Um, FC Romania. Was, yeah. They struggled yeah. last season. Yeah. And um, well, they were, they were disinterested um, and uh, uh, probably re- reason why they're sort of down where they are. Anyway, so well, that's another thing, um, anyone that ain't been to your ground, I mean, what's that right. match day experience like? I mean, is there any decent um, pubs near the ground? Any nice eateries? I mean, sell, sell, sell the ground to us. I don't think you need to go. You need to find a pub because our, our clubhouse is all you need in terms of a pub feel. If, if you want a pub yeah. feel, a football feel, then I feel... I feel not being biased, but I feel we're, we are the best place for that. We've got yeah, yeah. amazing bar staff, amazing alcohol. You can't go wrong with coming into our clubhouse for, oh, well, for a drink. And I, and I honestly mean that as well, because it's such it's such a good environment in our clubhouse. Everyone's so friendly. 
Oh, great stuff. Well, all right then. Yeah, well, but, but, well, because of COVID, everywhere we shut anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare because of all this table service and letting yeah. a certain amount of people. I try and stay away from that. I leave that to, I leave that yeah. to the higher people. I, I don't want to get involved in that. Oh no, it's just a nightmare, isn't it? But the, uh, you know, we're we're all just trying to get a lot on. You know, it's it's great that we can still have fans uh, at the ground. It's amazing. I, yeah. I I wouldn't. I didn't think it'd be possible with all. You're not allowing fans into Premier League stadiums. That's a diff- completely different conversation. But I know. I know. It's I mean, amazing, really. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Uh, and long may that continue, please. Yeah, it'd, it'd, it'd break my heart. It'd break my heart if I if yeah. I miss any football. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, particularly how well your lot have started off. So, right, your dad's the chairman, right? Sure. So, as he, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only messing about here, but like you know that that Alan Sugar, you know, you are fired. Yeah, yeah, I mean, does yeah, he yeah, does sure he ever throw the finger at, finger at anyone like? <laughs> Even even messing about? <laughs> um, no, no, my dad's not like that. My dad's no. a very, um, he's a very, he's a very down to earth man. He's, well, he's he's, he's forty one, so he's, he's not really. He's, Christ, he's not I'm an old German. He's not an old German. He's a very young German. He's, yeah, um, he's quite he's quite down to earth. If I'm honest, he's very, he's close yeah. with all the um, all the players, all the staff. We're like we're all we're a big family there. Everyone yeah. that's no, that's one. That's um, <clears> that's great. That is great. That the bar staff, for example, have been there since. They've seen me grow up into a man. I've, I've been there for 12, 13 years and they've seen yeah. me from when I was a kid. So we're a very close-knit bunch. Yeah, good, and so, good. so no, that, that, would, that's, that doesn't happen down at our club. <laughs> Not that I see anyway. <laughs> yeah. Same here at Hastings. We're, we're, we're a tight-knit group uh, fans. So obviously, any, any, any of your lot that are coming over, more than, they're more than welcome. They're going to get no grief. Uh, there might be a bit of banter. Our bar's good. And the bar staff are lovely. If I didn't say the bar staff are lovely, particularly uh, some a lady called Sam would punch me in the head. So I'll keep it up. Yeah. But um, d- no, no, I mean they're they're a great bunch there. I mean, and again, we're we're just we're just one footballing family here, you know. And I know that sounds like some sort of epoxy stereotype or whatever, but it isn't, you know. Like, you know, we all love football. We all want our little areas to do well. But you know, if if say for instance on Saturday. You know, you do get the better of us. I'm be quite happy to buy you a pint after the game. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just it's hundred percent, hundred percent. Once I've I've always been brought up with, I mean, playing football from a young age and going through the youth ranks. I should in particular. I've always been I've always been taught as soon as the full time whistle goes, whether you whether you win or lose, it's it's respect either way. And I I I pass that down to the team that I coach. Also, yeah. you you win gracefully, you lose gracefully. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, it's just about having that bit of class, isn't it? You know, of course. So, well, in terms of your club, Charlie, uh, is there anything you want to push? Is there any uh, stuff that you want to mention that we can get out on the podcast that's happening in your area? I mean, I mean, if 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 people saw if people saw what's in the pipeline for our club in, in the future, they they they're going to get very excited. I feel we're we're on the upward spiral here at Ashford, and there's only one way it can go now. It can go up and up and up, and. That that's what we strive for as a club. We we want to get better. We every year, every year I, I see the things that work behind behind the um behind the scenes. Yeah. How hard people work to, to get our club moving. And I honestly think this is football wise, not just football wise, but behind the scenes wise, this is the, the best shape we've looked in as a football club. Oh, and I think honestly, if, if people knew what's in the pipeline for us, I, I think they'd get very excited because great things are coming to this football club. All right. So there's something in the pipeline and you're not saying is it? Uh, it, it is. <laughs> All right, I think I'd be killed. Oh, you'd be killed. Oh, well, we don't I want think that. I'd be killed. Yeah, we don't want that. All right, and 
lovely speaking with you, Charlie. And if you ever want to come back on, I'd obviously would love to speak to you again uh, next time we play you, which could you be... Said, I'll, I'll, I'll pop back on. I'll pop back on after the game and we'll, we'll have a chat. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. I mean, uh, but also, you know, if if uh, we manage a bit of promo- a bit of promotion, maybe that's maybe early talk. You know, we may play or, play no, each other. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. No, lovely speaking with you. And um, if you haven't got anything more, Charlie, we leave it there. I really appreciate you having me on. I appreciate your time. I will um, see you Saturday. Come find me. I'll buy you a drink. Ah, uh, yeah, no, well, well, not if I don't buy you a drink first, mate. But the, uh, no, 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 and obviously I wish your club all the best. I know m- m- most Hastings fans, when I mentioned it, it was Ashford, they think of the Ashford, the other Ashford, not, not Ashford Kent. Yeah, yeah, but, and it, it's nice to see that you, you know, the club's on the up and that you get, you know, there, there'll be more than one Ashford in our minds. I wish you all the best for the season. I hope you lose Saturday. But other than that, I wish you all the best for the season. Do you know what? I, I hope you lose Saturday too, Charlie. <laughs> no, but all the best. <laughs> all the pleasure. No, take care, mate. No. Thanks for your time. Thank you. This Saturday's FA Trophy action against Ashford Town is sold out. So you just have to follow it on our excellent Twitter coverage, which is at Hastings UFC. Or if you can't do that, read Bob Quinn's match report after the game on our club's website, which is HastingsUnited.com is a great read. Hastings United women face Mole Valley on Sunday in league action. Tickets still only a pound. Can they make it four wins in a row? And you can get those tickets on the usual site, which is HastingsUnited.BigCartel.com and follow those links. On Tuesday, the men face the mighty Eastbourne Borough in the Sussex Senior Challenge Cup. Tickets still available, but you'll need to present at the ground this Saturday in person to get them. And here's the fan roundtable. Thanks to Robbie... John and Adam for making it happen. Can, is my sound good? Because I'm holding a, my mic down by my leg. Is, is, sounds sounds does good. It to sound me. fine, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, so I won't worry about it then. And it's, it's all right because of where you talk out of. <laughs> I'm I'm going to keep that in, John. I'm going to keep yeah, that look. in. There's a fire there. You just got burnt. <laughs> Hang on one moment. One moment. Fuck it. If you if you're gonna crack jokes like that, the kazoo's coming. <laughs> so we're gonna start off. First of all, let's start off, and as we always do with these roundtables, uh, we've got Robbie and John here, but we've also got a uh, Mr. Adam Carter. Welcome. And please, could you talk about how you become a fan, how long you've been following, and what's got you to love the club? So it really started with you, Chris. You told me to come along to a game and I went along. The first game, I couldn't find you. So then you said, come back along again. And I came back and it was an evening game. And I found you behind the, uh, behind the goal. This is sound a bit gay as well. <laughs> behind yeah, exactly, the stand. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, fir- the first thing when I got there, the first thing that mm. happened was Bobby rated the uh, away goalie's ass. So I knew what it's was everywhere. going on. <laughs> it's hair this season. It's, it's artisan ha- hair this season. Homoerotism everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and then I literally, um, I'd, I'd been to Chelsea matches, I'd been to other Premier League matches, but this was just the first like match that I'd been to where I was truly excited for it. Mm. And yeah, Do you realise I, I edit things? I'll just tell you that now, mate. There's been some language there I could use. There's some comedy gold. 
Yeah, that, that's so, absolutely fine, mate. You have my permission. No, 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 no. Don't in worry. Any way you want. Just remember, no one's introduction gets butchered. I'm sorry. No, you won't. Don't. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I was going to say, just remember who my wife is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, absolutely love the club. Loved getting involved uh, mm. with everything and meeting everyone. And yeah, it's just been great for me and it's, I also suffer with mental health so it's been a really good reach for me with that as well well that's a good touch actually because obviously I work in uh, the trade that I think I might have lost the plot without Hastings I'll tell you that now um, it's yeah. it's it's just nice to have a distraction where, the, where all this shit is going on yeah well exactly that and it's so, not just going to the games as well it's also the fact that there's the community on the Facebook fan site and things like that that you just, you know, that it's been absolutely great. Everyone gets involved. You know, just felt really like part of something. And that's been the big thing. Well, let's start off. Uh, well, I would actually, it's not quite weak because obviously the ladies uh, game got called off. There's been a few things that have happened. Obviously, Freebridge, obviously my, my pre-match prediction for Freebridge was 11-0. And I reckon if it stayed 11 versus 11, my prediction would have been right. But the ref decided he wanted to be centre stage. I've, I was having a debate with George, and before we get to football, I just want to discuss the ref. I think it's one of the worst refereeing performances I've ever seen. I said to George, top four worst refs I've seen. He said, no, nah, not top four, not even properly qualifier. But I said top four. <laughs> but the ref was shocking. I mean, how did he send Ollie Black off? I don't know. I mean, the only explanation I can find is he mm. saw a pick up of his shorts and got jealous. <laughs> only explanation I've got there because it was a yellow card at Max he panicked because the free bridge are rolling on the floor got the red card out sent him off immediately realised he made an error and lost control of the whole game and both teams were throwing themselves on the floor the ref getting the bookings out I mean two, two red cards three bridges but overall the ref had lost the game I think one of the worst refereeing performances I've seen the pilot field for a long time there was a, in the first half as well. There was a lot of instance happening in the penalty box when we had corners and stuff. And he weren't picky. He was just saying to Spineless. him, you know, split yeah. up." He really would not take charge. Um, not, we had no. the same incident happen at Seven Oaks as well, didn't we? With number four, and he just kept being like getting on him, and it was like, you know, referee didn't do anything about it. Now I think Seven Oaks ref was a bit better. I think in the weather, sort of thing, he, he a little lean of that sort of thing because. The rain, but obviously, as you say, I think the free bridges one, he's, he's like, you could do anything you wanted. I reckon if I walked onto the pitch, nutted someone, he would have gone, all right, you calm down, all right, you need to calm down. You get off the pitch, you need to calm down, you do. Exactly, and... yeah. <laughs> well, far from me to be the contrarian here, but uh, as you are a little bit biased, Robbie, yeah, you are a little bit biased, As in you do acknowledge this, don't you? You're I good about it. it. Yeah, I am. It. I'm very biased, yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely not the worst ref I've seen at, at, at the pilot field. Um, the one shocker I thought was, I, th I can't remember who was through on the right. Uh, John, you might remember this. Guy was through on the right, coming down the right side in the first half. And the guy took him down and he, was, and he gave the foul the other way. Can you, can you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was, was it Ryan Moore? It might have been, because yeah, Chalmers was the one who he had. Oh, it was Chalmers. The other one we went out for a goal kick, and afterwards he lunged at him as well. And the ref was like, "All oh, right, you calm down, you." I'm, I'm trying to bet. Yeah, I remember there was a few. Sh there was a few shockers there. I'm not sure about the red card because he did stick his leg out. Yellow Max. We're 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 in that day and age now. Of yeah, I mean it's 
it didn't it didn't look like a red card to me. I must admit, that. if it was a freebie that had done the challenge, I'd be screaming for a red. Like, oh, a definite red. Stud's 10 feet higher F. But uh, I'm like, there is definitely yeah, a bias there. Yeah. All... <laughs> yeah. But like Robbie uh, said, it though, even it just up, be even a yellow, not a red. Hang on. First, first Adam and then John. Adam, sorry, say that again, please. I was just going to say, it was definitely a yellow, but nowhere near a red. There was no malice to it. He got the ball. He just took the player afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And John, sorry, carry on. Bad referees know they've made a mistake and then they even up the sendings off a bit later, don't they? Mm. He was definitely trying to do that. The first yeah. red and um, free yellow card, the first got sent off, was not a yellow card. The second yellow was a stonewall yellow, but he shouldn't mm. have been on that yellow because the referee was desperate to even it up and get some cards out. <laughs> yeah, get the crowd off his back. It's you boys at the front, Adam and George and, and Robbie or that. Uh, persuading the referee to uh, give the card, I think. I'm just pointing out his decisions and questioning the liner's hairline. Just but, exposing an error in judgment. That's <laughs> right. Um, I was going to say to you, um, free cracking goals. Uh, nice to see Ben Pope getting on getting on the score sheet. Um, and obviously, uh, our boy Rodari getting. Uh, on the pitch, and, the R um, seven. Yeah, he always knows where a camera is, doesn't he? He's, uh, yeah, he's... I mean, two phenomenal strikers. Um, it'd be interesting to see them incorporated together if that was possible. But it might might sort of um, throw the balance of the side elsewhere out. Well, we. Uh... I'm not sure about that because you look at, at Kenny Pogne, when you look at Kenny and obviously you see him season four, you think, oh, he's up top best and he's like no one else. He's what we sort to with the long ball. That's why we bring him on. But this season, he's proved he's got different dimensions to his game. Out left, he's been sensational. So just, I think he's a fine example of Aggie knows what he's doing. And I think if Aggie wants to fit him in, he will. Because honestly, um, even when we were, they had a man advantage against three bridges, we were dominant. I still say that we were still the better team. Even with a man advantage, they had... So I think we would fit them in. And I think I, I have faith in Aggie and his coaching team to fit them in perfectly. And I don't think it'd be too much of an issue. Well, no, we... and, and oh, if he chooses not to, we know it's for the best interest of the club and the team, don't we? Uh, you know, and, and it's just nice to have, have that phenomenal depth in squad, isn't it? Well, it's, it, what's interesting about it is it, well, it, it's played so well that, that Raheem Sterling Park has gone. Yeah, and for whatever reason he went, we, we obviously haven't kept him on. And you think, well, you know, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Pogue, you'd have thought of from last season was a sub at best. Um, but his performances have, have proved, well, they've kept him in the team because he's been one of the better players on the pitch, at least, hasn't he? I agree. just want to say about Raheem Sterling Parker as well, um, just as a side note, uh, just wish him well in how, wherever he goes and hopes he continues his career. We're not going to bury him or anything then, no? <laughs> you just never know what's gone on, what the reasons yeah, are behind things. Like. No, um, but no, it's true though. I mean, you think about it, you'd think that we would try and hold on to him if, uh, if Kenny, if it, Kenny, Kenny's, you, that just shows you how well Kenny's played. I mean, yeah, I've only been serious, with them this season, I've only been watching him this season, but Kenny Pogue has just been a star player every single game. Um, I mean, as far as I'm aware, he's the only player this season to have got a hat-trick so far. 
for the use. Yeah. You know, it's he's just incredible. Well, he's a different player from the time before. I mean, obviously, Robbie will know, full well known, John will know. It was more, you throw it, we're throwing him on, he's just going to go into an area, you know, and we're going to lump it. And, and it, there's so much more to his game this season, isn't there? Without a doubt. So it's like, start of the season, we're like, oh, well, how, get, how much game time can he get, obviously? Mm. But now, it's like, when he's the first, one of the first names on the team sheet. So Scott, it's got a bit of, kind of, a bit of the Kenny Poe podcast, but I don't mind that. I mean, he's a great guy. <laughs> Just great Kenny, lad. Kenny, it's Kenny. A, Kenny. It, it, it's the kiss, kiss Kenny's ass. Kiss Kenny, how come it, the KKK? I'm just thinking about that. I was just thinking <laughs> This is John, John's, uh, oh, my head. Let's blame John in some way. Um, Aggie out. Ke- kiss Kenny's. Oh, Adam, you've just, that's an interesting view you've just put forth. No, that's yeah. your view. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's see, this is. You uh, heard it first from Adam. Yes, Adam. All right, guys. Well, listen. Let's. What, what should we look at now? We've got Seven Oaks. Is what you'd call a classic, great away performance. It was a three G pitch, which we historically don't play well on. And it was a horrible, horrible weather. Biblical rain, all day long, soaking pitch. Our players struggled on the gas conditions more than Seven Oaks players did. You can tell that because we slipped over more. However, did, did the lads that get to them? No, they were fantastic. They, the passes, pinpoint accuracy, fantastic. Even the difficult conditions, 30-yard pass, yes. Five-yard pass, yes, 30-yard. Passing it around, we were controlled. We didn't let them have any chances. Um, we were truly brilliant. And I said, the first half, nil nil probably fair. We felt a better team. But the second half, we didn't let go. We kept dominating. And what a hit from Wyan Worrell. I can't even say his name. It's Y and Wobble every time I say it, but I get tongue-tied. Are you John, but, Jonathan Ross? I was just going to say. <laughs> y and Wobble. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Um, can, you say yellow, can you say yellow lorry, red lorry for me, please? All right, thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Starman. Let's call him Starman. Yeah. Anyway, Starman rifles it in from 30 yards. I was right behind the ball. So I had a great eagle-eyed ball bit rifling in the top corner. And I want to go and I had to chase it down the touchline in my absolute joy. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. And then obviously. Was it, you that, was it you that shouted? Did you hear the the recording? You just hear someone shout, and what a goal. Mm. I think I shout, what a goal, you God. Something like, something like those lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. I was, there was me trying to message Chris telling him about the score update, and everyone else is celebrating around me. Well, I was slagging him off. I was I was calling him out because oh, I was getting no update. I was stuck at bloody work. Uh, uh, hey, well, we, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about work, but stuck <laughs> at work. And I'm like, oh, well, I need updates. Come on, what's going on in the game? What's going on in the game? Nothing. So I fired him. I give him the you're fired. You know, you're fired from my score updates, mate. And then all of a sudden, pff, look what happened. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, every time I opened my phone, it was raining hard and my phone's not waterproof. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I didn't want to open it up all the time. I had a quick uh, chat with Aggie, luckily enough, because I, 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 I don't talk to this bloke all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not important. Don't, I'm not important, right? But like, I just said that about that goal. As soon as I saw that goal come up on um, the YouTube, uh, I, I think it was Joe, Joe Knight put it up, did he? I think and I was like Jesus you know that what a goal you know just fantastic and he's like well hold up mate he goes the proper goals come in 
commented about someone from one of the the message boards because there there was there was some negative. I, I don't know if you saw it. You were you probably wouldn't have seen it, John, because you're not on Twitter. Oh, but, I saw you tweeted that. Yeah, so we didn't create yeah. many chances or something ridiculous like that. It, po- it was uh, that we, we lack basically we lack creativity and we, we we don't you know and then and then obviously Aggie shows us this twenty twenty. I don't have you seen the full goal, John? Yeah. So, oh, well, I, well, I don't know. I I don't know whether I've seen the full build up to it, but but I have seen the goal. Yeah. Okay, well, there's about right. There's it sounds like a sort of like a, a sort of dildo noise going on in your house, John. Could you speak again? There's some vacuum in. <laughs> this is ro- what is going on here today. <laughs> it's your dirty mind, isn't it? Is it on suck or blow? <laughs> <laughs> I can alternate. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. A and E are used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. What What are you asking anyway? Uh, I forgot. Telling me. Um, no, because the, the build-up, the actual proper goal was probably about half a minute. It's about uh, half a minute. And um, so, you know, Aggie said, like, you know, you could just check this out. And um, oh, just fantastic, like, moving the moving the opposition around the pitch until we made made those openings. It, it's like, it's like as, as Robbie was just saying, you know, crappy weather. Yeah, we've all been to games like that. Crappy weather. But what a piece of perfection to... I mean, you're not forgetting that anytime soon, boys, are you? No. Oh, God, no. I'm still thinking about it. Not. What and, are you? I was just going to say, some people are just out there to moan and they can't do anything else. Hmm. Exactly. If George is here, he'd be dropping his quote right now. He wore that T-shirt on Saturday, actually, his, his, his forum T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, the, the, I don't know if you saw the, the have a look, you know, some of these need printing off because they're, they're quite fun. I mean, you just think you're not going to the game. You, you can't be going oh, to the game. They could not be in the game. Anyone in that game on a Saturday would not be creating us a lack of creativity for the performance in that weather sort of thing. It was like we, we were creative best we could in a horrible pitch, in horrible weather. And, but, but, yeah, yeah, we were good. They, they kind of, and also the, the comment was that, I mean, I, I don't really care about the form, so I always talk about it, but it was just that it, they even contradicted themselves. Like they, they said, oh, yeah, it was well well done considering the weather and how crappy the weather is, blah, 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 blah. But still, you know. But, um, but don't you think they're the same ones that would be criticising when we used to pump the long ball when any chance of... You know, from the, from the back, it would just be punted up the field. You had a traditional centre-forward chasing after it, and they they would be moaning at that as well. So I think, like Robbie said, it's it, it's a forum, is a space for for someone just to express their views. And and um, when you, you, you know, if you've got negative views, they're the ones that tend to come out above the positive. Like, like with any forum, like with any social media, it, it doesn't represent a majority. You know, it's only a few people. It was just, it was quite funny when we picked it out. Okay, well, listen, look, in terms of uh, anything else about Seven Oaks, or we'll move on. Yeah, I've got one more thing. I think Louis Rogers does credit for that save. Uh, when it was 1 0, they had one probably their best chance of the game, and for all, it looked like it was going in, and he leapt, don't know how high, what a reach, tipped mm. onto the crossbar, a world class save, and 
even it was so good. I, I, one of the best saves I've seen in life, to be honest. Like, I did have the greatest view of oh, really? it. Like, about 10 pints in, on the other side of the pitch. <laughs> but it was still a cracking save onto the bar. What a save in the weather as well. So he deserves credit for that save. It really was absolutely blinding. And we was all singing Starman to Ryan Worrell and we actually stopped midway through to sing Louis Louis Rogers. Louis <laughs> Louis. Yeah. I mean, it, he's, he's, he's good because it, we've said last week about how good he is in the air. Um, and that sort of verifies that. But how many times have we seen him make a, the hardest save is the low, low down to the right or left, isn't it? Um, and he's he's kind of scooped it up from inside the post there. I, th- I think he's he's quite, you know, uh, he's one of the best keepers we've seen there, isn't he? I and like I wonder, wonder how many, what the standard of keepers is, you know, in the league. But he's going to be sought after, isn't he? Oh, he's best keeper in the league by none. I can't think of it. I, I say, I was trying to think, would he say Ryan Wall was shot? Possibly not, because it was a thunderbolt. But any goalkeeper in the league would have saved that shot. Louis Rogers would have, because it was a, a cracking save. And he's when it matters, he'll save. You need a big save, you go to him. Like, yep, Rogers will save one. He'll save, make a big save for you. He very rarely makes a mistake. And he is a, an absolute class goalkeeper. And we are lucky to have him. Yeah. Definitely. You can see him sort of running around and planning where the ball's coming from and stuff in his box and sort of making charge of where the defence are and stuff. He's really on his game. Well, there just seems to be no passengers, you know, because if you think, like we think about back to, like, say, last season, season before, whatever, and you think, oh, yeah, Kenny Pogue's in the team. But Kenny Pogue's playing a hundred times better than, than he's... I mean, this is some of the great, some of the best stuff we've seen from him in terms of, like, you know, he's being asked to do a job and and he's doing it, he's going above and beyond. And it's, we're, no, one's, no one's being carried in that team. You know, they're all they're all doing really well and, and, and people are just turning up. And when Louis needed he's he's there. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Without a doubt, I agree totally. As you said, you're one's not right. No one is being carried. Can you name like the game where someone's had a bad game and the rest of the team carried him? No. I think every game we played we fantastic. I mean, we've had a couple of games we've had a red card, and I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna talk about the free business red card in a bit. But even in those mm-hmm. games, like ten men, no one disappeared. They all stood stood up and were fantastic. So you're right. Mm. No one ever gets carried this season. Mm. Yeah, and it's that's you can tell because it's difficult sometimes to pick man of the match, isn't it? You know, and usually in seasons gone by, you you know you have two, one or two or three players that have been outstanding, but they do play as a unit, which and they play to a system. And I think if you know the system you're playing to and you know what your role is, then then that that really comes across and it gives confidence to each player, doesn't it? That's true. Just saw the news that the FA Cup first round. No, no matter, spectators. No spectators at all. A friend of mine from Morton and Tiptree, is, you know, is, is obviously they're devastated because it's apparently the the round before it was all right to watch it, but because of uh, the way COVID works, it's the first round proper that you can catch it. Yeah, it cool, yeah. COVID does not respect their qualifying round. I've said this all before. When it, yeah. COVID first came about, COVID does not respect <laughs> the qualifying rounds. It's just it's yeah, one more than football fans, you know. COVID just oh, only the big rounds matter. Only the big teams matter, and yeah, it doesn't it's care a, about the qualifying rounds. It's a it's a big disease. Yeah, it's a big illness. This, this European yeah. Premier League screwed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so what I, will, what I will say, I'll be the diplomatic one and turn around and say it's to do with the insurers, the insurance people don't want to get sued if like footballers and stuff get it from people, spectators and so on. So it's all to do with the insurance companies. That's what it comes down to. You're saying the hidden hand of international capital has said that Morton and Tiptree cannot bring spectators to their first round proper game. I'm just saying that the insurance companies that handle the legalities around their, the players and possible players they could play in the future, they are trying to protect them and stop them from getting it and thus having to pay out for, say, their death. Who would sue that? Honestly, I'm pissing around today, but like, who would sue? Who honestly well, would no, the sue? Insur- they would have death clauses in the insurance. So if a player but dies, who's, who's the insurance die, company... Though? Who's gonna? There's no one. These are young, fit men. Why would they? Oh, oh, that sounded a bit. Oh, that sounded a bit. Ooh. But like, know. you know, that these are young. None of these people. You know, you could understand if it's someone uh, older. I, or... I, I fully disagree with it, but I'm just giving the reason as to why. Well, I think they should play in hazmat. Well, <laughs> play on foosball tables. He's the winner. He's the winner. You get yellow or blue. <laughs> Let's just do it Sabutio style. Yeah, why don't we cancel the leagues as they're played at the moment and just have the managers playing a Sabutio game? Yeah, you can build the Lego design. stand, can't you? But, yeah, but uh, what? Um, what about if one of them get COVID? Well, one of the Sabutio men—they're not real, Chris. <laughs> they're not. It's like Lego. Okay, what about if there's some COVID on one of the Sabutio men and and they, the manager touches it and obviously if he touches it, he dies? They'll obviously have to disinfect it every time it gets touched. Or they could be they could be suited up, you know, and then you've only got two the the cost of two suits rather than. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant a little Sabutio yeah, men. That's what I <laughs> Yeah, okay. and that would be cheaper as well, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sorry, this is my fault today. This is my fault. I'm in a funny mood. Right, let's move on to tomorrow's game. We'll stop with you, John. So, oh, why? Yeah. Yeah. So, right, so Whitehawk. I, I think until you get to just after this stage of the season, you don't really know the how teams are going to pan out with regard to form because I think the start of the season you've you've got new players in and players out maybe trying different things so this is a key part of the season I think where you'll you'll see who the the front runners will be based on form from now on in that did sound like rubbish and like okay, just now that was rough but but I think so so Whitehawk I think we don't know whether they're going to be one of the title challengers at this stage, do we? Whereas at the start of the season, you would have maybe predicted that. It was just, um, it was just like filling time for an old mate, you know. No score prediction. Because my score prediction was cut out of the last podcast, wasn't it? And, it yeah. went around. I told <laughs> you, though. I warned you, didn't I? I said, I kept saying, I warn you, I warn you. Robbie, what are your thoughts on Whitehawk? I mean, I know 
from a form point of view, it doesn't look like they're going to they're bother us and I don't care. I want three points. I want to win at home. I'll the thing about Whitehawk is, um, obviously, watching the last couple of seasons, every away trip we made there has always been difficult. So, obviously, home, we've always fared a bit better. But they've always been a really good team, always been difficult. They've got experience in their squad. They've got Adam Alabd, former Brighton player, playing for them right now. They've definitely got experience. They definitely can cause some trouble. But you're right, they're in poor form. We're in good form. And I do try to get chances. And I have been told my previous predictions being far too ambitious. So I'm going to scale it back. A more reasonable prediction, go for 9-0. Oh, yeah. So very good, very good, very good. I think you're being sensible there. Oh, yeah. But much more sensible. You know, you've got to, sometimes you've got to be sensible and yeah. cut down the yeah. score. Be, you've brought a touch of realism into your predictions. <laughs> it's going to be 11-0 now, isn't it? It's annoying me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. uh, Adam, I mean, you you wouldn't you wouldn't have seen him before, um, so no. I mean, weren't uh, Whitehawk quite far up once, and then the money dried up for them. Um, they were done for match fixing, and money drove, drove up, and right. they had a bit of fall from grace because obviously they were a few years ago. They were the team who I think it was two or three players that just got done for match fixing, so oh. obviously um, that didn't help them. They lost a bit of money. I think they lost a big sponsor or something. I'm not, I don't know the full story behind it. They did lose a bit of money and they did fall a little bit from grace down to our level. But they've always have been, like us, to be honest, they're too big for this league, I reckon, their fan yeah. base. Because I think their fan base only won the league that rivals ours. They, have, they, they come home, they go away, they always make noise and they're obviously great fun. The only thing that annoys me about them is their bloody cowbell, which I'll probably bring tomorrow. Oh, I remember them now. Oh, God. Oh, the bucket, Poxy <laughs> Bell, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember them. Okay, yeah, we need to beat them. Adam, your thoughts? <laughs> um, well, obviously, having never seen them before, I was only basing mine on their recent form and looking at their form before the league was abandoned. And I still think they're in a bit of a shady situation. So I reckon it's going to end up 5-0 to the U's. Um, I reckon so maybe... Confident two, man. I reckon maybe 2-0 by half-time. But I just think they're going to be so shocked from their current sort of form and stuff. And the fact that it's going to be very wet tomorrow, the pitch is going to be slippery. And I just think that in general, we're going to walk it. That's what I like to hear. Obviously, Mick mentioned, obviously, the Ashford Middlesex game. I don't think there's not many tickets left. So obviously another reminder. I haven't, got, I haven't even got a ticket for that yet. I need to get a ticket. I ain't been well, so I've been out of it. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of the Monday, obviously it's Monday twenty sixth right now. I know there's only a limited amount for Saturday. Obviously, by the time the podcast comes out Thursday, God knows how many will be left. But yeah, so if you Shana want to go to that mentioned game, that about three o'clock this afternoon that there was um, less than sixty tickets left. So could be gone by the time this podcast released. But if you want to get a ticket, make sure you get on there. Download okay. the app. Because yeah. the app um, does will notify you the tickets quickly. Yeah. Oh, hang on. So what the app, the Hastings app? Oh app, yeah, the Hastings buy, app. You can buy tickets through. So you just it, need to it gives you the link. Yeah. Obviously, um, I, I can feel Billy Wood obviously just hovering over me now, like making sure I, I plug the app. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> the app. Yeah, it's um, it's quite. Wood does it gives you. If you've got it installed, give you a notification to your phone straight away. Normally before Twitter or Facebook saying, "Oh, look, the Ash Middlesex games on sale. Buy mm-hmm. here now from Big Cartel." Use the link, so I would recommend the that app. That rhymes, is... you know. The way you said that, that was very um, advert, sort of ditty sort of thing. I tell you what, you're going to be doing a little ditty for the podcast, I think, at some point. <laughs> so that was, wasn't it? Did, yeah. Didn't you think, John? Didn't you think that? Yeah, was it, was very, it was very slick. Yeah. 
That's yeah, what we know. need. We need that in this operation. Clearly, yeah. I'm a smoother than I thought. It does help. It, it, was, it was said, and and it was said a little bit more politely than what you sort of shout at refs. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by oh, every comment I make towards a referee. Yeah, but you can't say it on a public forum. <laughs> well, 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 you can, but yeah. But Chris will have to edit it out. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. well, we don't need to talk to each other like that, really, do we? But, you know. Nah. I, yeah, who would be a referee? You know what? I'm going to try and get Matt on, the ref. Uh, you know, he's uh, the na- my neighbour. But even, and even maybe try and get him in a round table. Round table nice. and see how long until I get booked. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to give you a yellow as you walk on the pitch. Just Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's an, oh, fuck off, ref. <laughs> and you're booked. He's going to see your face and he's going to be like out. Yeah. Flashbacks. Out. Oh, I remember you. Yeah. Yeah, as, <laughs> yeah. As he's introducing himself, you're like, oh, well, fuck off. Yeah. Good fuck oh, off. Says, How you call that an introduction, ref? How's that an introduction? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can you think of anything, guys, uh, anything else we want to get on this roundtable? Uh, I think Adam uh, posted on Facebook, obviously, about obviously how good seven notes for him for getting to, to um, Kev to the game. But I also want to praise actually how welcoming they were. I think they're probably mm. the most welcoming home support we've had this season. All, all their staff are friendly. After the game, they're all like, say, yeah, good luck rest of the season. We met some seven notes fans in the pub beforehand. They were really friendly and welcoming. So hats off to how, how welcoming seven notes were. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just a shame their pitch wasn't as welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. no, they they were absolutely great. They really were. And I was dealing with a guy called Paul from there when I was emailing and stuff. And uh, he was absolutely fantastic and yeah, they literally got me parked like in a spot right outside the gate like the turnstile. It was literally right there. Mm. It was fantastic. Couldn't fault it. Yeah, no. That's good. I mean, we are all one footballing family. We need to remember that, you know. Exactly. What, um, so what did you carry uh, Kev on? Was it on his uh, throne? Um, it was his, his manual wheelchair. Oh, okay. Not his so, throne? No, no. well, no. He said he didn't want to get his throne wet. Mm. Well, Hive's coming up. So Hive does involve carrying Kev up some stairs. So yeah. look forward to that. <laughs> I wanted to say that the podcast with Bill on it was fantastic. How old is he? And, it, you know, he made a lot of sense. The, some of the stuff he was saying about the current football was just, just so funny. But no, no, he's full of stories. He wanted to do some more, but he wanted me to put more on the interview that I did with him. Who's, who's the moron? No, no, no. What? Oh, very funny, very funny. Right, but he, he wanted me to put more on. And I'm like, no, 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 I've already put it on. Yeah, we'll do another one. Yeah, because I'm more than happy to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to anyone, right? And, I'll just uh, again happily. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy, yeah. And um, I'd like to know what sort he of... He hasn't talked to me since. He's just like, I think he's got the arm with me. No, he has. Yes. There could be fight, mate. I'll tell you, I'll go in on Tuesday. Bill's going to come in, chair <laughs> to the head. He's going to chair me. yeah. Yeah, if we're where we hope not. Who hosts the yeah. you're out, who hosts the podcast then? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna be doing it, are they? I'll get I'll get my daughter to do it, Connie. She'll do it and it'll just be Trolls World Tour. Uh I'll get Sophia on as well as their there best you go. friends. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, we've already had Lego and Sabutio, so it won't be much. <laughs> 
up, it'll up it, you know. Yeah. Just to say more that, high brow. I, I, I get a few Sunday, more views. Yeah, go on. On Sunday, I'm taking Sophia, my five-year-old, to her first game, the women's game. Oh, cool. Love that. It's, so, should be good. Yeah, let us obviously come back on Monday and let us know mm. how she found it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's always good to have some young youth fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. She sat here watching a couple of football matches with me recently, like on the telly. And uh, I said to her, I said, do you want to come and watch a, the, uh, the women's game at Hastings? And she went, yeah, let's do it. So I was like, cool, let's do it. <laughs> so, well, I, I'm interviewing Millie Topless uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Funny enough, Wayne put it on as topless. I saw that. I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. God, Wayne. I was like, and it's like that's you know, a classic time that was going to That's fraudulent <laughs> slip from Wayne there, isn't it? You know, old, you know, old, old pervo that he is. I just read it that you were interviewing with your top off. Uh, no. Right. If anyone would do that, it'd be me. There's a photo of me from Saturday, beer belly and everything out, all proud. It's... There was. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, that, and I'm interviewing Bill from who does the match reports. Um, you mean Bob Quinn? Bob Quinn. Bob, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. Um, yeah. And I, 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 again, if anyone could put something in before the morning, I'm going to like, if anyone could put questions in, it'd be really great. I keep asking for one of you bastards to put questions on. For I put a question on. And none of you bastards I, I, put them on. How, how is Bob getting on now that there's space for his his review and a photo now that there's not a photo of um, Amber Rudd on every other page. <laughs> oh, well, I'll ask him. Uh, I don't know what you're on about, but I'll ask him. It must be easy to get your article in now. What? Was the Observer full of Amber Rudd? It was, yeah. Oh, stop. It was by those, those flicky books you used to get. If you flick yeah, the what, Observer, Razzle? you Razzle, see was it, mate? Amber Rudd movie. Amber Rudd Razzle. Re- Readers' Wives. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what the butler saw. <laughs> well, oh my goodness. What are you on about? Yeah, I mean, the flicky I'd, mags. What is it? You, you I, know, need to explore I, I used Adam. to have one of a football one and you flicked it, and it, it's, it's like you used to draw in your, in your books, and every page was just a slightly move on from it, and you flicked and what, it. And it yeah, like what, a, were you, what were you flicking, mate? <laughs> the bean. <beam. laughs> no, I'm. You know what I mean, anyway. No, I'm sorry, mate. Yeah, I, actually, I do know what you mean. But you I, no, I, used, no, I would, <laughs> no, I was more razzle than flick books, to be fair. But anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or flick books, but then when you opened it in the middle, there was razzle. Right, that's it for another show, Hastings fans. Remember, if you want to get involved or give any feedback at all, I'm all ears. Email us on hufcpod at gmail.com or on our Twitter at HUFC Podcast. All that remains for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Averick, hope you have a good week, and see you at the game. So I get bored and George said, come with me. And I pretty much fell in love from day one. Loved it. Choice comments about his bottom. Gone on, on any longer.
it could have been, but it seemed to go on forever anyway. Actually, time I wondered when it was going to finish. But uh, Kane were here tonight, and I'm not. I'm not. Should we just start again? Kev's, sure. Kev's pissed. Great battling performance. Um, <clears throat> another clean sheet. Brutal tackle. Quite happy with that. Bit nervous going up. We were all nervous. First half hour, I thought we were. There was a very funny feeling amongst us. Yeah, there was a bit of something in the air, wasn't there? Yeah. Did anyone get a good view of Dicko's tackle? I thought Robbie um, did. Dicko's tackle. People, some people feel it was harsh. You saw it, Robbie, yeah. didn't you? Um, I, I had a right view of it. I'm a structured view. And you know me. I'm very, very biased. When I saw it happen, my first reaction was, ah, fuck, my gut was yes. About four beers in by them. Were, were there stud marks on his face down a player? And um, I, I think we, we played excellently. And like George was saying... Tell me anywhere in the town you can get that level of entertainment for a quid. Gently pushed and goes down. From that point, it was complete domination. Uh, going four up. Yeah, impressive. But yeah, all around, great entertainment. Definitely worth doing the doubleheader Saturday and Sunday. I was watching it with Shana and we just watched that open mouth, really. <laughs> just amazing yeah. this morning. And I just wasted. See, it was a tight, very, very tight. Thought we were struggling a little bit to begin with. But we really... Made it our own, and there was some. And uh, if and if they don't score, covered everything. You're, oh, it's a pain in the ass. I'll, I'll save you one for for when I see you yeah. next. Then. <laughs> oh right, what can I say? There was a lot of tension in the at the start of it. I think it was good. I think he was feeling the weight of Dicko's tackle during. I could barely watch. I love. I don't actually yeah. agree that, that they should do. Um, How'd you finish it? I would, I would go genuine one-on-one for having it. Bigger test of skill than um, thumping it from 12 yards, personally. Got his fingers on a, uh, one as well. Performed better than... Uh, also, in, in, early, in the early stages, you know, you, you can look at things like that and think, oh, well, okay. I'm thinking, when, 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 if, we go, if we go a bit further, proper, you're now then in a situation where you don't even stand a realistic chance unless you get a battling performance. Playing right now tonight, just crack, a crack in it. Can't really fault it. I mean, only 16. But the joy of the last second. Players coming over. All the all the fans fans coming over. The remarkable Kev Towner. Well, it's just happy memories, isn't it? You know, many in a way goalies experienced your love. Actually, I thought you were very restrained, to be honest, guys. You know, where they said no instruments and all their fans had pots and pans. And, right. so, and the players like it. The manager likes it. So it's happening and it's going to Faversham. Look at it out tomorrow. Um, bits and pieces as well with a fella called Brian Flynn with the big horns oh yeah can't remember if I've still got it in there big tough obstacle god you wouldn't want to be playing in front of that would you yeah it's all good thanks for coming along unless there's a few last words I'll, I'll leave it here